Mm-hmm. All right. Well, welcome everyone to another episode of Gears and Beers. This is the uh, portion of our podcast where we all get together here on Facebook Live every other Wednesday night at 8.30. And we just kind of... Yeah, 8.30-ish. <laughs> <laughs> we just kind of all hang out, talk about gear. We maybe drink some beers and we kind of bullshit with our viewers and our followers. So if you haven't joined in on that, if you're listening to this somewhere else at a later date, be sure to follow us on Facebook and get in, in on get in on the fun. It's always a good time and we'd love having you. Uh, I'm your host, Box, and with me tonight is Johnson and Toad, and one of the sponsors of tonight's episode, Sam from Shyworks. He is uh, Shyworks's Iowa's preferred Cerakote applicator. So uh, I was going to ask how everyone's week was going, but we pretty much <laughs> covered that before, yep. before like we shit. even got to the introduction. <laughs> Toad, like Toad, why like shit? I got a face full of Fenvastar Eco Cap yesterday. Oh um, yeah, that I, stuff. My sprayer blew a uh, a gasket on me uh, while I was trying to fix it, and uh, yeah, my face felt like it was on fire for about three hours. And uh, didn't matter how many times I flushed it with saline and soap and water, it was just uncomfortable as shit. <laughs> that sounds so, awful. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah. yeah, I coughed for like the rest of the entire day. I probably know. Not good. Also, um, before we get into a box, are we going to give away some stickers? Sure. How do you want to do it? Um, so I'm going to give away these and just, I'm going to give away gears and beers and Shyworks just in like two packs or whatever. So to get entered, you got to like, you got to like the video, share the video, and then comment in the comments there that you shared. I'll enter you in, in, in the uh, the contest or the drawing at the end. I'll I'll randomly pick um, out of everybody, and I don't know. Send a few sets of these out, and then also randomly throughout the podcast, we'll see if Toad knows anything worth uh, triviaing and oh. um, <laughs> triviaing. Maybe maybe <laughs> maybe give away another set or two during that. Can so. we can we keep the topic away from uh, distant relatives of notable people throughout history? <laughs> 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 also, uh, if your name uh, ends in uh, Van Belthuizen, you can't win anything anymore. <laughs> I don't even know yeah. if he's if he's watching. He rarely he rarely wins. Oh, Jay shared. Thank you, Jay. We didn't even ask for it, did we? Thank you. We appreciate yeah, we that. We did. Where, what do you? Oh, you were you, were, you said it. Did you? You... I was kind of spacing <laughs> off. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I don't really... Not gonna lie. When you talk, I just quit. Thinking. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not interested in what you have to say. <laughs> I'm really feeling the love, guys. Thank Speaking you, about guys. not being interested in what you have to say, Sam, which one of these nine subjects did you want to talk about? I'm going <laughs> to no, actually, sure. that's not even a question. I'm going to tell you to talk about that new Frontier C5 that you wanted to talk there about. Do go. you even remember? Yeah. Um, uh, yes. Um, it's. I think it's mostly the dead hook or the dead foot arms, uh, dead foot arms brace that you're really. Yeah, yeah it's nerd out over, right? Right. Yes. Yes. Um, so if you guys aren't familiar with new, new frontier armory, I'll start with them first. Um, they come out with a lot of cool shit and a lot of AR stuff. Um, and they recently came out with a, uh, a C five, they call it their C five, um, PDW. Yes. It's a, well, it's a receiver set essentially, um, based on the AR system and it takes, it well, takes, they, yeah, they sell uh, the complete unit too. 
right receiver setting and a complete firearm right um yep. but but anyway it takes uh mp5 mags which that's the draw to it for me but i saw a picture of it with a dead foot arms uh brace a pdw installed on it and if you guys aren't familiar with uh dead foot arms they are they're a manufacturer of extremely short uh pdw braces and stocks <laughs> so the the fallback to a lot of like there's a lot of stuff coming out anymore that's you know foldable braces um you can um just add to your rifle what obviously you can't shoot with that because it takes away the entire buffer system therefore you cannot shoot with it um but deadfoot arms came out with a system that actually i mean it's a they call it a two and a half inch it's just a basically a nub sticking out the back end toad knows all about this two point <laughs> and so it it can be fired when it's fully collapsed or folded or however whichever whichever way that you uh, i'm trying really hard not to fucking laugh damn it God, that, just, that is just fun i'm trying to not like not acknowledge him you know and uh, just just encourage the dipshit i guess sorry sorry i had to i had to uh, i give you plenty of shit i guess it's only fair so anyway they offer this um scw 2.5 with it comes with a tail hook um pistol brace on it and it's a really neat quite it quite a unit and when it's when it's paired with this new frontier armory new frontier armory c5 it just looks freaking sick and if you have like a like a four or five inch barrel on it because it's nine millimeter obviously you got you know a nine inch package something that i mean it's just a really cool system but the downfall of this obviously is price um yeah. For a pistol caliber, I believe I believe the Deadfoot Arms for a pistol caliber, the 2.5 was somewhere around five to six hundred bucks. So it's not freaking cheap. But that's the entire system, you know. It's with your, it's, it uses its own bolt carrier group and everything. Um, I am looking at one right now on their website. It's the uh, it's for a rifle caliber, and that's down around that's four twenty five. So that's not as quite as horrible. So I'm looking at it right now. The two and a half tail hook PDW style brace for nine millimeters, 600. Yeah. And that's a tough, I mean, that's a lot of freaking money. Um, But I'm really cheesing on it, man. With that C5, um, it looks freaking cool. Um, The other option, which is a little bit less, and it uses your own bolt carrier. You don't have to have a proprietary. Oh, boy. proprietary <laughs> bolt carrier third try and um, you don't have to use theirs you can use just any old bolt carrier it's it's a little bit longer it's four inches um so yeah. a little bit more is sticking out the back but still four inches i mean that's not that that's not that bad um so i don't know what i'm gonna do i haven't decided yet i was like i said i'm really freaking cheesing on it and i might i might just pull the trigger and and buy all that shit and just because i want to have one i don't have a use for it i don't i may use it as a truck gun possibly i mean it worked it worked pretty good you know to throw in your hell laptop bag or whatever you know it's so small that you got you got quite a little system here um so i don't know what what is your guys Johnson? I know when I told you when I was talking to you a while back about it, the price you really balked on it and was like, "Holy yeah. shit!" Well, I mean, so the pistol that you want to put it on this, 
New Frontier uh, pistol is eight hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. And then you spend another six hundred on the, you know, the pistol brace that goes on the back of it. It just seems well. A I wouldn't be buying. But I wouldn't be buying the the full gun. I just buy the receiver set and build it as its own, basically an AR build. You know, an AR style build. So I wouldn't yeah. be spending eight hundred bucks right up front on that. I mean, right. But I mean, how, I, I guess I don't know how much the receiver set is, but all I know is building guns piece by piece is generally more expensive than because you end up upgrading everything instead of just having the standard stuff that it comes with, you know, the handguard and the barrel and the trigger and everything else you put in and ends up costing more than the cheap yeah. stuff they put in it. So it costs more, you know? Right. Right. But also this would be featured in a video. So it would definitely be a, a business write off, you know, I mean, well, <laughs> let's be honest here. No, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing <laughs> with you at all. I, I, but I, I just, building. I just, yeah, I just have As far as the cost goes, I think it's to spend I know. almost as much on, you know, just a pistol brace as a lot of the other parts. It's uh, pretty, pretty outlandish in my eyes, I guess. But yeah, I mean, I can't argue with you. And I haven't decided if I'll pull the trigger. I just been cheesing on the freaking Grand Power Strybog so long and I can't find them in stock anywhere. So I'm just like, well, screw you. I'm going to build my own style that I like that, but yeah, you mean that, well, guy, and, that guy up at Northwest Iowa Firearms can't find one? Nobody, they're out of stock, freaking everywhere. And not to mention, you gave me a bunch of shit about spending two hundred dollars on a handguard. It wasn't two hundred dollars. You spent like two hundred and sixty on a handguard. Okay, two hundred and sixty on a handguard. <laughs> You're gonna spend over double that on a freaking buttstock. So don't give me no shit. I didn't. I didn't say I was gonna <laughs> spend it. I th- I said I was thinking about it. Possibly, maybe. I don't know no. yet. And you said, "Well, I probably just you know go ahead and get it." Yeah, and Stefan says some of those PCCs can be finicky. Yeah, they can, but most likely, I mean, it's only going to be probably most likely it'd just be a range toy. You know, something for shits and giggles and the. Get my jollies off, really, and that's essentially probably it. Maybe yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe throw a suppressor on it and have some shits and giggles, but I don't know yet. So yeah, that's then, what I've you know, been. Be a man, become a manufacturer, and make it full auto. And why? Well, yeah, that's, you know. I mean, October's coming pretty soon. I'm going to be switching to a manufacturer status here shortly. So see what we'll I mean. See. We'll see. SOT is really damn expensive, though. Oh, for Pete's sake, so, for a guy like you, it's just a drop in the bucket. Well, anyways, that's all about all I got to say about that one. So that was uh, that's what I've been cheesing after lately. Uh, I got I got something I've been looking at, and uh, I just can't bring myself to do it. But you guys know how particular I am with my knives and how sharp they are and whatnot. And I see Nick Worth is watching, so he knows for sure. But uh, I've been looking for something to put a little bit better edge on some of the knives I make. I mean, the 1,000, 2,000 grip belts do just a fine job, but I've been hearing about these Wicked Edge series sharpeners. They're all U.S. made, and I was talking to a guy in one of my bladesmithing groups the other day, and he was like, you need to get a Wicked Edge Pro Gen 3. So I look it up, and if you guys look at this thing, it looks sweet. I'll throw a picture up, Toad. 
until you look at the price. <laughs> it's not 200 bucks. It's not 300 bucks. It's not even 500 bucks. It is $900 for a knife sharpener. Yeah. Well, is it the bee's knees? Yeah. It's, it's supposed to be freaking like, better be. <laughs> no shit. They have. It's, it's like the best thing out there right now. They have. Toad, did you know that they also have a commercial series sharpener that's $1,300? I saw that too, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, apparently you can just get super precise angles and everything with this. And it just, it supposedly just makes any knife you put in it just absolutely razor, razor sharp. Oof. I guess their stones are like the highest quality and everything else. And it's like, I keep looking at it and it's like, I better lick my stones for 900 bucks. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta be sharpening a lot of knives for something like that. To well, be. I mean, if Toad's let's, but if Toad's thinking about making a shitload of knives, no, I know that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. It would make sense, I guess. I mean, that that yeah, was kind of my thought too, but then I started thinking about that. Like, you know, I I do this summer. I've already made three, and I plan on making about 15 to 20 more. And uh, I'm like, boy, I could really use that. But I can always use that nine hundred dollars on uh, like a new pistol or something like that, you know. So it's I really want it. Well, I just uh, I don't want to buy it. And think of even um, nine hundred dollars could go a long ways, even in just materials for making more knives or other other blacksmithing products. You know, that's the other thing too, because I want to get a two by seventy two belt grinder with a like a two horsepower motor and a varial like a VFD varial speed control. Yeah, and, and they're about they're anywhere from thousand to five thousand you know all right so i mean it's you're you can you can already put a pretty good edge on knives so it's like you know as far as it's just making something something and i thought it was a cool piece of gear and uh yeah it's it's definitely something maybe down the road i'll buy but oh it's definitely cool like and you know there's there's a lot of that kind of style sharpeners out there like the clamp style with on a guide but they're not like all the stones and stuff aren't on heim joints and hold a yeah. consistent angle. And, you know, it's, it's yeah. super cool. Cause I have the Lansky system. Yeah. The guides and, and that works, but boy, you better have some time to sit down and do it. Right. So, that, was, that was my neat piece of gear. So apparently the, the theme is ridiculously expensive shit tonight. <laughs> apparently. Mine's not. Yeah, yours what is, is relatively relatively cheap. Yeah. Mine's the cheapest thing we've looked at so far. Oh, it's you? <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a dick. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're a real dick. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're not cheap. <laughs> um, the thing I wanted to look at is the Holosun HS510C with the uh, three Holosun's 3X magnifier. Um, I just picked this up, this combo up, um, and it's 475 bucks for basically like a holographic site and the magnifier. Um, the magnifier comes with a flip to side mount and they're both absolute co-witness, but they come with the lower third co-witness risers. Um, and I picked this up and put on my 10 and a half inch pistol build and i'm loving them so far like just hollow sun really has surprised me like their quality is pretty damn good and like 
that uh, it's got the shake awake technology on the site and it's got like the solar panel on it so it's you know solar assisted to keep the make the battery last longer and stuff i'm a real big fan so far it does seem like a pretty solid unit how do you yeah. like how do you like using a magnifier on a red dot though i don't think that'd be something i enjoy at all so i thought it was gonna bother me a lot more than it does um the only thing i don't like is that it's not like a true holographic like an eotech or like the vortex huey deal mm-hmm. where so when you flip the magnifier when you flip the magnifier into your line of sight your your reticle gets bigger by three times also yeah. Right. So that's right. that's kind of the shitty thing. So you go from like a two MOA dot to a six MOA dot. Mm-hmm. Um, so for for real small targets, like I've got like that eight inch gong hanging at two hundred yards, pretty well covers up the target. But you know, for like man sized targets, it really wouldn't be too much of an issue. But um, which is generally, I mean. And for like like <laughs> that for that, a self defense gun, that's usually what is going to be the idea. Right, and that's what I built that thing for. Is like that's you know just kind of my everything, you know, protect the house gun. Um, right. Is that a, I, is that a carbine? Carbine length. It's a, yeah. Yep. Okay. Carbine length gas system. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm really happy with how the whole thing turned out but that that optic i think was kind of the icing on the cake for me i really like really like that optic setup um because i was i was really on the fence between uh, like a one to six or a one to four versus doing like one of these flip to side magnifiers and i'm actually i i was really hesitant to pull the trigger on it because i have some I, like i have a one to six and i've got like a fixed five power on another gun and you know, it's like, I'm just, I think it's because I'm comfortable with them. I'm used to them. I wanted to get another one, but then I it's like, well, I've already got a rifle with a one to six on it. Let's try something different. And I'm, I'm happy I did. I'm, I'm really happy with the quality of it. And I like, I li- I've used it a bit and shot, you know, like out of that 200 yard gong and have been able to hit freestanding at 200 with it. So uh, Hollison has really stepped up their game in the last um, last few years, and really starting to take a pretty a pretty good chunk of the the market. Um, and box, I didn't put this in the in the the notes about what we're talking about, but I, I think this would be a good time to to bring it up. I wanted to talk about it on the podcast, but we didn't get to it. Um, and that is um, carry optics. Um, and Johnson, or did you have anything else to to? Interject no, no, the only I just see some comments here. James says they're starting to sell a lot of Hollow Sun. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people don't like the magnifiers, end up going with the one to four, and I could see that. I think that's something that you would definitely know pretty quickly, right? Like, you know, even if you borrowed a buddies or like went to the store and held them, you know, and kind of looked through them and actually, I don't know, it'd be hard in the store, you know, if you got to take it outside and actually get some range time with one, you'd know pretty quickly whether you liked it or not. Um, no, if I don't know if I would like it. I mean, is this something that, is this something that like, I mean, does, does anybody in the military use this sort of thing? Like the infantry troops and shit, are they using this yeah, like, magnifiers or so like on the Mark 18s, 
they use like an EOTech with a magnifier on some of them. I mean, there's obviously a bunch of different options for optics out, but there, I mean, there is some limited use of EOTechs and magnifiers out there. Um, but they are, I think they're starting to really make the switch towards low power variable optics too. Sure. Um, but I just, I, for me, I think it was mostly the weight, like that other gun that I've got that's got the one to six on it. It's just so damn heavy, you know? And mm-hmm. I think it's a little bit of weight savings and, you know, I don't need even on a one to four power, it's going to be a little heavier, I think probably than the red dot and the magnifier. But yeah, I think it's, I think it's something you should look at and, you know, kind of weigh your options. Look at, there's a ton of videos and stuff out there on the pros and cons of each and, you know, comparisons, but right. Well, as far as, as far as Holliston, I pretty much made up my mind that that's going to be my carry optic when I switch over. Um, as far as on my Glock 19. Um, but the situation that I've run into now is I got that uh, essentially 43X, yeah. and I'm, look, I'm looking for a red dot to put on that, but obviously it's a slim slide. Um, so it's not just, I mean, you can't just slap a freaking RMR or a Holoson on there or anything. So uh, you can with an adapter plate, but then it's wider, I don't know. I'm just not, I don't, I don't like the look of it. And I don't think I'd like the, I just don't think I'd like it. So didn't, uh, didn't Nikon make a slimmer one? I don't know. I guess I don't know. The only one that I've really found is uh shield RMS, RMS um, red dot. And, and, and I wanted to ask you guys about this and give me your opinion on it. As far as carry optics, like, I'm a big, um, I, I love Sage Dynamics um, as far as a carry optic. If he says it's good to carry, I'm going to freaking, I'm cool with that because he puts them through test after test. When he says they're good, they're freaking good for you to carry. Um, he tested this Shield RMS and, and no bueno, you know. But here is my thinking on it. Like, if you have it that it co-witnesses or at least that you can see your sights through it, in a general, you know, generally when you're in a, in a carry situation, your, your red dot's going to be fine forever, you know, until you get into a situation where, you know, obviously you need to use it. And if it gets really ugly, say, say that you drop the gun, say that you break the optic and you can't, you can't see the red dot anymore. Um, is it, is it worth it to, to, I guess what I'm trying to say is, do you think it's okay to carry an optic that is not going to be, if you drop it, it's going to freaking break. If you drop it on its, on its, on its top, that it's going to freaking break. I mean, is that because I don't have another option on a, on a 43 X, you know, to me, I don't know that's a hard one. I know you and I talked about it and to me, that's, that's, I don't know. Like, if you want to go off of his torture test on it, it's like, you know, he puts it through, you know, dropping it from shoulder height and stuff. It's like, how how often is your carry gun go through that? Right. You know, and that's the thing is if it does go through it, replace it. I mean, I understand that, like, okay, you're in a situation, you draw your pistol, somebody knocks it out of your hand. Or, you know, you fall, say you get tripped up or something and it hits the ground and it breaks. 
like, yeah, I can see where that would be an issue, but I, I don't know. To you got to weigh it out, you know. Like you could spend double the money and have something that's bulletproof, or I don't know. I don't know. Well, There's the way so that, many different, you know, yeah. pros and cons to each side. The way that I'm thinking of it, I mean, say that that carry optics, it's strong enough, it's tested enough that it's going to be fine in my holster for years and years, you know, no issues. But in the instance that I actually have to use it, and you know, um, say somebody knocks it out of my hand, say I drop it, at that point, it's a freaking. It's a, it's a wrestling Wrong. match, essentially. Or you're in such close quarters. Guess what? You're not using the freaking sights anyways. At that, I mean, when you're that close. So, I don't know. It's not like I want to put a $10 optic on this. It's not like the shield right. arms. Uh, the shield is that is that it's not as exactly a cheap optic. Um, but it seems to be really the only... And it's not like it's made of paper mache either, you know? Like, it's still gonna... It's still gonna hold up to a little bit of banging around. It's not like right. it's, you know... And the other Super thing is, if you can see your sights through that, through that, and it does quit anyways, and you can still see your sights, you know why? Yeah. Why not? If it does quit, you still have a way to to aim. But box, yeah. what's your thoughts on this? I think if I wanted a red dot on a carry pistol, I would carry at least a compact. I wouldn't carry a some sub compact. Yeah, but yeah. you know, I mean, you've seen the forty three X. It's a. Uh, well, yeah, well, I know. Even, there's, that's why. That's the, that's my point. There's there's not that much size difference. So no, if you want a red dot, why not carry the eighteen and have a red dot that you want and you know and you can trust. Oh, I'll carry because the eighteen. The eighteen is fully auto. Did I say eighteen? <laughs> yeah, you did. I'll take an eighteen. You did. I'm. I yeah, thought okay. I'm pretty sure I said nineteen. But okay. Well, well I but, mean, yes, anyway, but yeah. For me, for me, a nineteen. I don't like to carry it. It's not say, comfortable for me. You don't, you don't like to carry it, Sam, because you don't carry it enough. God damn so, it. If you would just listen to me and carry every day of your life, you would not even why notice can't it. Why you just let me be me? I like to carry the the 43 and the 43X. That's what I like. Because your theories are always conflicting and shit. You're like, I want so, this and I have this trouble, but it can be solved just by carrying. <laughs> so regardless of like whether you're carrying the 19 or the 43 do you think do you think you need to spend top dollar and get like the most bulletproof badass red dot if you're going to carry you know for a carry optic or do you think like a vortex venom or a loophole delta point pro or you know something other than the almighty trijicon rmr is is a viable option Wait, don't you have a Trigicon RMR? Yeah, but it's overpriced. <laughs> I wouldn't buy another one. Right. Well, I would. I mean, I they're would. good. We're not knocking Trigicon. They're excellent. Right. right I'm just saying that's... I, I don't think it should be the only option for the end-all, be-all carry optic or, you know, pistol red dot. I don't... Right. Well, Chris um, says, just throwing this out there, do we need optics on a carry gun? I don't think it's needed in daily carry. I I disagree um, because I shoot quite a bit um, with a red dot and without a red dot. With a red dot, I am way better. I mean, it's it's just I just am. Uh, target acquisition a lot quicker. Accuracy is a lot better. Um, so I mean, really, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna carry daily and trust my life to something, I'm gonna have it 
to be the best piece <coughs> of machinery that that I can that I can just give use. you the best odds. Give me the if best. You shoot odds better with a red dot. It. You got better odds. But absolutely. And is it required? No. But if it makes you a better shooter, why wouldn't you? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And I to this day, I still don't yet. I do not. If it carry. makes you a worse shooter, you know, either practice with it more until it makes you a better shooter, or don't use one. I mean, right. You know. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I don't know. I, 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 I still, I'm torn. I'm really torn which way to go on this whole deal. <laughs> Another, I'll probably, I think what I'll do is I'll just end up buying the damn thing. See how I like it. Shoot quite a bit with it. If I like it, start carrying it and call it good. You know, cause it's not like it's going to freaking fall apart on me or anything like that. Yeah, It so. might. You don't know that. <laughs> He's right, you know. You're a real son of a bitch, boss. And very well could <laughs> I'm just, just saying, fall apart someday. He did it. He did a torture <clears throat> test. He didn't do a longevity test. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, speaking of things falling apart, Sam, I bought some of those uh, ETS mags for my vector, like you had for your Glock. Tough yeah, break. don't uh, don't don't Tough drop those out the uh, magwell because uh, they come apart and the spring launches into the stratosphere and you never find yeah, them. Yeah, it shoots the base. It shoots the base plate off. Yeah, and, and dumb, man. Mock penis and <laughs> oh my all the shit flies out. You're like, it didn't have any rounds in it. Yeah, I mean it just <laughs> gone. I'm like, where the fuck is the spring? <laughs> I've seen like a thirty or thirty-five, whatever they are, round mag dropped. Somebody dropped it like off a picnic table, and I mean to tell you, just freaking confetti a nine millimeter. <laughs> everywhere i was like oh yeah. no <laughs> yeah uh i so yeah i use them on the. i got a, only a couple i use i will use them on the range but that's literally it i, I probably won't buy that some people don't even like to use them on the range because they get so pissed off with how <laughs> often they fail i, I, I bought some magpole ones instead yeah oh well while we were we were just talking about carrying, so we might as well move on. Sam, I'm stealing one of your topics because I didn't have shit tonight. Uh, real cool, Box. <laughs> real cool. What, okay, you, I had like 14 topics. You, so. you, you couldn't, uh, couldn't come up with anything? I I got home at like 6.30 tonight, Toad. I had a little bit more to do. <laughs> so uh, this next thing is called the Stinger HL1 holster. Ugh. God, I th I feel like Ugh. I know I've seen it before, but I think last time I saw it, I might have been so pissed off at it that I was like, no, we're not talking about that piece Repressed of shit. Memory. Isn't it awesome? <laughs> no, it is god awful. What it is, I'm sure a lot of you have have seen have you seen these uh trigger guard holsters where it's it the holster doesn't cover any part of the gun other than the trigger guard and the belt clip is on that part. What this one is, it's aluminum and it attaches to your to your rail and it fl it has a hinge on it so it flips up <clears throat> it flips over your trigger guard and snaps on and your belt clip is on that but then to make your gun uh, usable your finger flips it down which I'll I'll throw a picture up on here real quick of, of the steps and it's just absolutely useless and a terrible idea I don't understand like the belt clip it's one of the worst goddamn belt clips I've ever seen in my life. And who's to say what's stopping that from flipping open when it's in your pants? I, <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I, I do not understand like one bit. Oh. I'm going to throw up just to show you the terrible. You're going to throw up? I don't know. It's that bad. How terrible the belt clip is. I mean. What in the fuck is that? Thing? Right? And look at look at the belt clip. How stable does that look like it would be on your belt? It's, a, it's about, about, a, belt it's about an inch and a quarter more. long, you know. There's no way that your gun would be stable in there. No. It, Whoever built that abortion needs slapped. Just god awful, and uh, I don't know how I didn't even look at the price. So whatever it is, it's overpriced. Right? It's seventy dollars, sixty nine ninety nine. What? Jesus! Are you fucking kidding me? I guess it's all aluminum, but it's still a piece that's of garbage. A, that's that's with a laser in it. Yeah, it does if have a laser. If you get the one, so if you get the one and, without the laser, of course, bucks. of course. Yeah. So the non-laser real high quality laser, laser, then I mean. Yeah, oh, fifteen yeah. bucks. Yeah. <laughs> God, just uh, quite again. I don't even know what how to. No, I'm just speechless well, by it. Let's, let's think about. Let's think about this. Why would somebody want this thing? Oh because they think less is more when it comes to holster, holsters, dude. Can and I folks, show you? That is wrong. Can yes, I show Johnson. you the video? Let me, let oh, me see if you guys can see this, dude. Probably it's, not. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we freaking tiny. These... Can't see shit. Oh wow, that's that's. Ah. So you just flip it down with your finger? Yeah. There's yeah. not. From what I can what tell, holds it up. That's what I was saying. From what I can tell, it's only it's just like a regular Kydex holster, which is just <laughs> kind of snaps over the trigger guard. I bet but... that's what it does. I bet it just snaps. <laughs> Um, the thing that it, cracks me up is like trigger on, laser on. Ooh. <laughs> Fancy. <laughs> and then it locks out. It locks out once it's in the out position, and you have to press down the reset button to to get it to cover back. Yeah, so it has a lock to stay open, but not to stay safe. Right. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I think. I think so. People um, do not buy shit like this. Buy a real yeah. holster. <laughs> Something that's and, designed and, and to be carried. Like, I'm on the Amazon. They sell it on Amazon here. That's how you, And it's compatible with major brand handguns. Glock, Smith & Wesson, Springfield, Walter, Sig Sauer, CZ. So I bet it, it's compatible with all these, and there's not an option. It's you, The only option is right or left hand, so it's not gun-specific. So all it's doing, it's not, it's not clipping over the the trigger guard it's just pressure held up there a little bit and then and you it, flip it down it can't be much because how much force can you apply with your finger like that pressing down not not a whole lot no <laughs> so, dude it's just kind of flopping around there no have you seen <laughs> have you seen their other products no, I'm never. I never want to see another one of their products ever again. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm just scrolling their website, and it makes my brain hurt. <laughs> the what else? What other shit do they have? Platinum limited edition, new design, new feature, glass breaker, seatbelt cutter, cable whip. That's all <laughs> one product. Yep. Wow. Yep. That's how you know it's a good product. They've got the stinger whip which is just a standalone cable whip. And then 
They've got a USB charger emergency escape tool. So it's a USB <laughs> charger for your phone. But when you unplug it, you use the part that you plug in, and it'll, it has a spring-loaded glass breaker on the end, and then a seatbelt cutter on the side. Because, you know. That's what I want in my emergency tool that's going to save my life. I also want to be able to charge my fucking cell phone. Because that's important. Yep. Yep. <laughs> well, all right. Does it have Bluetooth? Hold on. I actually see a little bit of merit in that particular device. But, Hi. Well, so what happens, say, you're driving solo through the Rocky Mountains, the snowstorm hits, you go off the road, you have to extricate yourself from the vehicle, and your phone's dead. Can't call for help. Oh, hey, my glass breaker seatbelt cutter's got a phone charger in it. Well, it's not a phone charger. It's literally just the piece that plugs into the cigarette lighter of your car. <laughs> All right, I reject that thing. That's like that's the power, like the plug-in part. So the glass breaker is like the glass breaker is the little metal plunger on the end of your cigarette lighter adapter. See, I thought it had like a little battery pack in it. <laughs> no, I want yeah, to they, uh, burn they this place make down. God damn it. Belly they, band holster, one size fits most. They They've probably got a freaking 357 revolver, like a 357 Taurus in this belly band holster, and then six 410 shotgun shells. <laughs> Dude, this place needs fucking shut the fuck down. They're gonna get somebody fucking killed. This is it's Stinger is the company. Yeah. yeah. Where are they out of? Does, does the it thestingertools.com. <laughs> Don't go there. No, I shouldn't have even said that. Nobody on this stream go there. Oh, uh, or Jesus no, Christ. go there. Just don't buy anything. <laughs> yeah, you can go there and laugh, but <sighs> Houston, Texas. Interesting. Poor Houston. Sure think you would sure Fucking think Texans, Texans are smarter than that. You'd think they'd be better than that. We should let the Texans know. They probably don't know what's going on down there. They'll kick those bastards hey. out. Send them right. over to California or something. He, somewhere they belong. You realize what the fuck is going on like in your state? <laughs> Look at this bullshit that's coming out of your city. Right. God, okay. Enough of that. Um, I'm tired of talking about that. It's, it's going to upset It's like an abortion <laughs> clinic. <laughs> do, you, do we want to talk about... We're pretty well out of shit. other shit to talk about. Do we want to talk about a meetup we've got plenty yeah. of time i think it's a good time to talk about a meetup yeah let's talk about meat you would you um, would like that so we've been we've been talking about it ever since we started this freaking group uh lslf meetup and you know just kicking the idea around forever well last week um we went out to the range and mike worth actually big shout out to you Nick, if you're watching, I think he's watching right there. Tell your dad we freaking love him. That that damn um, dueling tree is badass to the bone, dude. So, anyways, he gave us That's a dueling tree. That's enough about that. <laughs> huh? He doesn't want to talk about the shooting. Said so that's enough about that. Let's. Oh go yeah. What's the meeting? Yeah, I kicked their asses like up and down. The, it was it was glorious. So he'll but hear all about it next that. time. I, I wasn't there, so it wasn't really a fair competition. No, I would have kicked your ass too. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> so there was a lot of running involved. <laughs> I just got to wear proper shoes. Black Martin just click on the bottom. So anyway, our idea is that we want to have a anybody that wants to come out, we, you can be involved in the shooting competition, and I'll get to that here shortly. What we're thinking on that, um, and then 
It was like, I don't know, a five, ten dollar entry or whatever. That's not to us. The winner, maybe first, second prize or whatever, will get the pot essentially or a prize, whatever you guys. Like we'll, we'll probably pay out uh, first and second place. Yeah, I think that'd be I think that'd be pretty good. So anyways, once that's taken care of, then we're going to do grilling some goat steaks and drinking a lot of beer. Um, so I think that's the plan. We just need to do figure out when exactly we're going to we're going to make it happen. Yeah. Um, so I know July is hotter than Jesus, but. I mean, we can wait until October, September, October, then, you know, who the hell knows if it'll ever happen. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the competition that we have, that we're, we were talking about, see if you guys are interested in this. We have our, I'll try to explain this the best way that Sam knows how, because he's not very good at explaining things. If you, one of you other fellows wants to take it, you're more than welcome to, but. <laughs> so um, you're making it so sound like you have this all real planned out down to a yeah. T when we're just like, we could do this and so we could the, do this. So the competition aspect, I think what the competition aspect that we've kind of decided on, or we've at least been talking about is we're going to do, you know, say we have eight guys that want to, that want to compete um, in this dueling tree competition. So what we'll do is we'll do build drills for time. That'll set your qualifying position. Um, and then we'll build a bracket out of the qualifying times. And then we'll just obviously do, um, I don't know if we should do best two out of three or just single elimination. Probably um, best two out of three. Yeah. So just, yeah, switch sides each time, something like that. But we'll right. do we'll do like a double elimination uh, bracket, basically, out of who all of our entries and top two will get paid i think second place will probably get like double their entry fee or something and then winner takes the pot um but yeah it's basically gonna be dueling tree in the center um and then three targets outside of that um each getting progressively farther away and you'll go from dueling tree sprint to your first target shoot sprint back to the dueling tree shoot your one target across back and forth etc and then you eventually both meet back at the dueling tree and whoever gets uh all the targets the other side wins that's so, not the only shooting that we can do either where i'm no, this no, is pretty much just no, going to be us hanging out having a good good time yeah that's just going to be the competition aspect of it not everybody you know you don't obviously have to be involved in the competition aspect of it if you want to just come hang out drink beer whatever that's cool too yeah but, it's a very um, informal event if we want to yeah, if yeah, we want to have another paid event there while we're just all hanging out bullshitting and so be it whatever right anything yeah. goes i mean um you know this isn't gonna be like a replacement for freedom fest that's not gonna be a big ordeal it's just gonna be a bunch of people out here at, out of my place at the range you know shooting for a little bit and then get done with that and we'll drink some beer and probably grill something hang out so yeah is it gonna be a sleepover (laughs) can be well he's got he's got an awful lot of land out there if you want to bring a tent you want to bring a tent you You want to bring your camper i don't have any hookups but if you i mean you know park your camper out here bring a tent yeah that's absolutely cool i think that'd be the best way to do it i think that'd be a lot of fun maybe i'll buy a keg there you go 
So but, we're probably we should probably throw in <clears throat> throw in the group or something. If you're not, by the way, if you're not in the, our Facebook group, go ahead and join that. We'll, that's probably where we're going to do a lot of the scheduling and shit for that. Um, yeah. We should probably put a poll or something in there to find out, really try and nail down God, what you're dates. you're just always thinking about polls, aren't you? <laughs> yes, I, I love me some polls. <laughs> we want to get as, we want to get the date that works for the most people so we can get as many people there as possible, obviously. I mean... We've been telling you guys we've been trying to do something like this for a long time, and we want to make it, we want to make it awesome for everyone. So join in yes, on sir. helping right. us out scheduling it. I got a I got a trivia question. Oh, I have some stickers. Ooh. All right, yeah. let's do two. Let's do two. So my trivia question is: What year did the United States military introduce the M1 carbine? Ooh, Toad. good one. I'm not playing with stickers. <laughs> Toad, if you know, text it to us. Yeah. <laughs> and the first person, the first person to put it in the comments gets uh gets a set of stickers. Shyworks and gears and beers and a uh a Shyworks. Uh I have no idea. I I I, I couldn't tell you. So, uh, did anybody read the comment from James earlier that says, I've won and I don't get shit? I don't so, think he ever won. He won something. You definitely never paid out. But well, James had to deliver something to somebody, so he had the prizes in his hands. Right? I think he had to give them to like, Cole, maybe, was it? That Cole, yeah. Yeah. Mike, Mike says 44. Mike, you're closer than Cole. Cole said 1930. Mike's closer. Nobody's right yet. Oh my god, people are just gonna start guessing up. Yeah, from... spamming numbers. <laughs> no doing that shit. It doesn't count. I don't know. It's a good question. Uh, I'm gonna say. I don't, well, I'm not gonna say anything because then that'll. Mike, I'll say you're closer yet, but you're still not there. Are we playing hotter and colder? <laughs> Maybe. Ooh, Chris, you're just as close Maybe. as Mike. <laughs> You're just as close as oh. oh, I wonder what it could be. <laughs> oh, who's gonna who's gonna put it first? <laughs> who's gonna put it first? This is probably riveting. Toad, you missed. This is probably riveting. <laughs> this is riveting to listen to on the podcast. Oh, for... <laughs> I know the date you're thinking, Johnson, but that's the design. The date I texted you was a design date. Yeah, that's the design date. That's not the introduction to the military. <laughs> So yeah, if you're listening to this podcast uh, on the podcast, Ooh, Cole app, gets it. Of course. I apologize. Oh, Cole, you got it from Mike by about four three seconds. seconds. Yeah. yeah, that was close. Uh, Cole, shoot me. Cole, shoot me. Shoot me your address again. I'm sure. I know you. I don't know if you did already, but if you did, I probably lost it. So <laughs> go ahead, go ahead and shoot it to me again, and I'll send you some stickers. <laughs> All right, Toad. What's what's your trivia question? Boy, this one should be pretty easy for any fans of military history, but uh, it's a person born in 1887 in uh, Paul Mall, Tennessee. He was a conscientious objector, got drafted into World War I, became an absolutely outstanding soldier, captured 132 Germans by himself, and won the Medal of Honor. And I want to say, I think he was the highest decorated soldier of World War I. Who was he? Mm, I, I think I. Uh, Is it Tom Bodette with Motel Six? 
He left the light on for you. <laughs> is it the same guy that you want a box to do? Is yeah, yeah, thought yeah, so. I, I oh. thought somebody would have known this off the top. Cole, I'm disappointed in you. Ah. I haven't seen a comment yet. There he goes. Alvin York. Cole. So what, do I still got to send him two sets of stickers now? Well, say something. You know, yeah. I don't remember seeing Cole for the last several uh, gears and beers. So apparently he only sh- shows up when we do trivia somehow. Cole, question. Have you shared this? Have you shared? Oh, Oh, technically, we didn't have, say you had to share well, it to be entered in the I trivia. So. I just, to enable, you know, to be able to get both, maybe he shouldn't, you know, well, <laughs> share it out. Yeah, yeah, he already gets the one set. He probably gets he probably gets two sets and maybe whatever else I feel like sending him. Yeah. All right. We'll give it to him. I, he is always, I mean, we always see him in the comment section, even if he's. Yes, sir. Well, Cole, we appreciate it. I'll send me your address. Um, I think I just gave him to James last time he won. I think, if I remember right, send me your address. I'll throw him in a. Uh, I'll throw him in a uh, envelope and get him. You might as well throw Mike in there. You. Throw Mike some too. I mean, he Mike. Tell you he what, answered Mike. Both quite correctly, and he was only three seconds behind on the yeah, nineteen forty-two. Mike, so. Mike, next time you're in Kingsley, stop in the shop. I will uh, give you all the stickers your little heart can desire. <laughs> Oh boy, <laughs> bold strategy, Cotton. <laughs> what if he's That's really got Mike's, a thing for stickers? Mike's, Mike's going to be driving home in the entire back window. You won't even be able to see it. It's just going to be plastered with shy works and gears and beers. Yeah, I'll be all right. <laughs> uh, well, do we have anything else to talk about? Anything from you guys? It's not written down. I don't think so. I don't I think, think so. so. Um, about covers it. About covers her. I know we're. Has anybody found a good? Good line on ammo. Negative. My reloading press. Well, that is not a good line on ammo. It is for me. Well, I understand uh, it's, that. It's, it's not. It's it's starting to. I mean, you see it here and there. Um, it's starting <laughs> to come back a little bit. I think. Yeah. Is it as bad as it? I don't pay too close attention. Is is it as bad as it was <laughs> two months ago? I went to I went to Fleet Farm. And there, I bought two boxes of five, five, six. They had two boxes of Agula, uh, three hundred round boxes. Mm-hmm. That was basically the only two twenty three or five, five, six they had left, short of like sixty cent around, like Hornady Superformance or some shit. Um, and I think I paid like thirty six cents around or something for it, which wasn't awful. Um. So I got 600 rounds of that, and there was no 9, no 40, no 45. I mean, they were uh, – there was a little bit of 45, but, like, 389 and 40 were gone. 223, gone. 762 by 39, empty. It was, like it – was, it was pretty thin. I scored uh, a couple hundred rounds of 9 at Fleet Farm last week. Yeah. 11 bucks a box. Yeah, they oh, were God. completely out when I went there the other day. So I think we only had like two shares. I mean, really paltry turnout on this one. Um, Jay Nelson, I believe I sent him the stickers before, and Chris. Uh, so I got a coin, a Shireworks coin. So uh, you're so fancy. Yeah. So um, 
Jay, you get this side. Chris gets the other side. Oh, Chris, there it is. Chris, um, whenever those fucking sites from Taurus show up, I ordered those like four months ago and they still haven't shown up. Maybe I should call them. Um, yep, I'll give you some stickers when those show up. So, Cheers. So, there we go. I was just on Ammo Seek. The cheapest brass case 9mm on Ammo Seek is 24.7 cents a round. That's not very good. That is really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what aluminum oh. case is. Well, I think that's all we have for you tonight, everybody. Coming up on an hour. Um, like I said at the at the top of the show, uh, we do this every other Wednesday on Facebook Live. Just kind of come on in here and hang out and bullshit. Join us on there. Join our Facebook group. You can find us on YouTube. You can find our uh, the main portion of our podcast on most major podcast providers. There's a there's a lot. What is there? Thirty some episodes of that on there now. So we're, we've got way more than yep. gears of beers on. We're there. getting yeah. Well, total episodes with gears and beers and our and LSLF is getting close to forty. So um, yeah. don't look for us on Gunstreamer anymore. What what? Don't look for us on Gunstreamer anymore. <laughs> Why? What happened? <laughs> like sh- closed shop. Really? Yeah. They're. Uh, I got an email from them the other day saying another casualty of 2020. I was like, oh, wonder who it is. And they're like, we regret to inform <laughs> you us. that we are closing our doors. It's like, oh, well, huh. fuck off then. <laughs> Interesting. Hey, Johnson. Yes. Uh, J&G Sales has a thousand round case of uh, Sealer and Bellot nine millimeter for 19 cents a round. $189 for a thousand rounds. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. All right. So. so once again, thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, I don't think I have anything else to say. Be sure to check check out Shyworks. Uh, Sam here does some pretty great work with Saracote. And uh, if you want need some photography or videography stuff done, check my site out at uh, Ballistic Imagery. You can also find me on Instagram and uh, I think that's it. Instagram, Facebook. And my website, ballisticimagery.com. Same, all that same shit for Shyworks, except it's Shyworks, not Ballistic Imagery. So, yep. yep, yep. I believe that's it. So, thanks for watching, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Sam, take her away. Yep. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Appreciate it. Be sure to tune back in in two weeks. Check us out on our uh, major podcast providers for past episodes. And uh, yeah, so we talk to you next time. Remember, life short, live free. God bless. And God bless America. Yeah. Yeah.